0: Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo Discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks, I'm Jason DeFilippo
1: And I'm Brian Schulmeister Brian, it's a great time to be a nihilist, I have to say (laughs) Well, uh, what a difference two days makes (laughs) <laughs> i know uh you know two days ago i was sitting in your studio and i opened up the show with uh, make no mistake we're in a pandemic now we are <laughs> it uh it didn't feel like it two days ago uh but it feels uh it feels weird now let me tell you i i uh as someone who's lived well <laughs> you're aware of this generation where we grew up assuming we were going to be annihilated by nuclear bombs any minute uh i i lived through the la riots uh we went through nine eleven. This is the weirdest it's ever felt to me.
0: You were here for the Northridge quake?
1: I was here for the Northridge quake as well. Yes. Yep.
0: And see, yeah. and that's <laughs> the one I've always been preparing for is the next uh the next giant earthquake. But the earthquakes were a dry run, I like to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. but the thing about it is we live in a place where earthquakes are a, a threat all the time. Yes. Right? Constant. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you would think that aliens have invaded <laughs> if you go to the grocery store. I went to the grocery store this morning. There is panic at the Costco, Jason. There's well, people that go to Costco. <laughs> I, I, why the hell are you going to Costco in the first place? Jesus, uh, look, Christ. I
1: don't know. I don't know what people are doing. I I went shopping yesterday because that's the day I go shopping. That's my regular shopping. I needed to shop for the next couple of days. People are insane people are nuts people are losing their minds people are stocking up on perishables you can't stock up on perishables people that spinach is gonna go bad (laughs) not if it's frozen (laughs) (laughs) well that that wouldn't be a perishable Jason.
0: That's true. Well, it's, it's still well, we'll it is, but in a little eventually.
1: okay. Anyways, yes, yes, people yes. people are absolutely losing their minds. Uh, there were a couple like-minded shoppers like me and you know, we made eye contact and rolled our eyes as people grabbed their second and third carts that were completely full of things. Um, you know, I uh, <laughs> some people were leaving their carts at the checkout and getting other carts and filling them up. And as I was checking out with my small amount of items, the woman checking me out looked at the large cart sitting there and said, is that yours? And I said, no, because I don't think society is going to collapse. And everybody <laughs> around me laughed kind of nervously.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw this couple come around the corner this morning to the, the TP aisle, which is also the cheese aisle because I mm-hmm. was buying some cheese because you, you have to have cheese in a pandemic, <laughs> damn it. And they just cracked up. Like, what the hell is wrong with these people?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, and it's going to be crazy for a couple more days. People are, uh, I know, uh, just to, due to poor planning, uh, one of the other parents of, my, of, that, of the kid that goes to my kid's school, um, who we're pretty close with, we're friends with, uh, she said that they had ran out of toilet paper and they told her at the Ralph's to come at 5 a.m. this morning because they'll have restocked then and they expect it to fly off the shelves and they went at 5 a.m. and there was a line. Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: I know. Yeah. If if everybody listened to this show, everybody would be fine. Look, I
1: I know where there's a great storehouse of toilet paper in a podcast studio in the Valley. So if I run out, I know where I'm going. Bam Bam might have something to say about that. But, you know, here's the thing. If if, If it gets
0: really down to that... I well I I got I'll tell you about that in a second. But, okay.
1: uh, let's let's get into this I, yeah. because we're, yeah. we're, this is gonna be a bit of a, a free form show because frankly there was no news that wasn't coronavirus news this week and, yeah. and, and and basically the things that we put in were out of date within five minutes. It, everything is happening so fast and so fluid right now.
0: Yeah, and we're recording this on Friday the 13th, and my name is Jason, so I think the stars have aligned in my favor, and uh, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, I, I want to lead with this one from Fiend of the Show Barrett, and I say Fiend of the Show because it actually autocorrected my misspelling of friend, but I think Fiend of the Show sounds a lot cooler, and that's what we should call our, our friends of the show from now on, Fiend <laughs> of right. the Show. Okay. I just like it. I like it. I'm a Misfits fan, man. Fiend Club. <laughs> this is our own fiend club, but he sent this over. Uh, this is from Babylon B. Nations nerds wake up in Utopia where everyone stays inside. Sports are canceled and social interaction is forbidden. And I'm like, "Yep, it's great, it's
1: uh, and it's true. That is exactly what has happened. Uh, you know, all all sports are off. They're done. They're they're you know being pushed off. Live Nation and, and, and AEG, the largest concert promoters in the country and in the world. All tours are off, postponed. Wait and see. Um, You know, everything is shutting down. My wife is going to start working from home on Monday. Her office is shut down. I'm waiting for the announcement about my kid's school being shut down. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure he'll be home on Monday.
0: Yep. Yep. Which will make (laughs) recording this show fun. Uh, I actually got a text from friend of the show. I'm sorry. Fiend of the show. Jason (laughs) Bryant, who runs the Matt Talk Online podcast network. He um he's the wrestling announcer who did the uh, the last Olympics down in Brazil mm-hmm. and uh, he was on his way to go actually you know announce a wrestling event where there will be no fans <laughs> i'm I think this was before everything had it should be over by now i haven't I haven't uh, followed up with him to see if it actually did go down because you know I'm thinking in this day and age when you're really wanting to stay away from people rolling around with sweaty. Men on a mat might not be the best way to stay safe.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, you know, and you've got just a lot of stupid people out there, right? There was a couple people were discussing about the sports thing yesterday and saying, you know, well, why don't we just do it without an audience? And, well, they touch each other. They touch the ball. They get sweaty. We have maybe not the brightest bulbs involved in sports, as we saw from that basketball player who tempted fate by touching all the microphones because... He was making fun of the coronavirus, who then was the first case of coronavirus and gave it to one of his teammates and shut down the entire NBA. That guy never ever going to live it down. Never. No. And he, I, I fully expect him to get booted out of the NBA. If he's back playing when they come back around, something is wrong. Then again, the Astros are still world champions.
0: <laughs> the Astros are still going. Uh, <laughs> the fighter still in the NFL anyway. Yep. Uh, so a little follow-up here, uh, actual tech news. I'm mm-hmm. going to put some tech news in here. All right. Pet- the Pentagon wishes to reconsider the $10 billion, con- $10 billion contract given to Microsoft over Amazon, and this is about the Jedi contract. Mm-hmm. And now that Amazon is making a stink about it and the judge thinks that, well, they might have a case here <laughs> against right. you, the DOD is actually pulling back a little bit and saying – Let's just uh, let's just take a look at some of the points here and just not (laughs) go with what the carrot in chief wanted, because maybe they're right. Right. So we'll see how this goes, because, I mean, I have no insight into Microsoft's cloud platform. I've never used Azure, uh, but I do know AWS pretty well. And AWS is pretty damn rock solid. Except when there's a tornado and the entire data center on the East Coast goes out and Netflix goes down. But oh, but besides that, <laughs> I just – I don't know the difference is enough to actually uh, put a point on that one. But by the it's, way, it's
1: good. speaking of that, and Azure is, Azure is pretty rock solid as well. There's a reason Microsoft's stock was doing well until all the stocks stopped doing well. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, by the way, solid, so speaking but... of
0: stocks, speaking of stocks mm. real quick before we go on yeah. – uh, Eric Hundley, fiend of the show, sent me a thing the other day and uh, he's like, it's it's a good time to remember this quote. When Warren Buffett was asked how much money did he lose in the 2008 crash, he said, none, because I didn't sell anything. Exactly.
1: So, Stay Remember that. people. And if you've got yep. the cash, buy. There's never yeah, been a better time to buy. Um, I have bought, stock
2: were... <laughs> in, you know bought stock
1: in – you know who I bought stock in? Every company
0: that is working on a, uh, a coronavirus uh, – you know, um,
1: cure vaccine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, not allowed to say I'm in bets. California, the word vaccine I, has been pulled from my vocabulary because I'm not allowed to say it. Thank well, you, funny. McCarthy. You haven't <laughs>
1: heard a lot from the anti-vaxxers the past couple of days, have we? <laughs>
0: Ain't that the truth? Ain't yeah, that I've the got, truth?
1: Well, I've got some, <laughs> Things about that later. Like I said, this is going to be a bit of a free form show because whenever you mention something, I've got something to say about it. Uh, one thing that you oh, were just—that's meant- a surprise. Well, some- <laughs> something, something. You know, something I was think- thinking about is this is a very good time to buy some Netflix stock and some other stocks of that nature. But like you were just saying, can you imagine? Since all we really have to do for the next, I'd say, month is watch streaming services. If Netflix goes down, people are going to riot in the str- – well, maybe riot in their own houses. Yeah, they're going to riot in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, uh, It's funny. But I, I bought Slack before everything like, w-
0: started to happen, mm-hmm. and it has been going down steadily. I mean, I know you have to adjust for the actual market dip, but I was really surprised that Slack was going down.
1: Well, and- uh, maybe you forgot to listen to the whole show. We've been talking about how Slack is facing a lot of intense competition, so it's got a rough time ahead of it. Even if they're facing intense competition,
0: everybody's working from home. IBM just put their entire workforce on it. Uber put their entire workforce on it, but... Yeah, we're definitely (laughs) skipping ahead because that's in the news. Oh, it is? Okay, sorry about that. My bad. It's all right.
1: This is the way this show's going to go, isn't it? Yeah,
0: okay. So I I do want to have Jason's corona Apocalypse tips because everybody right now is washing their hands like fiends, fiends Mm -hmm. of the show, obviously. And uh, I don't know about you, but um, my hands get really dry. And a lot of people have
1: bloody knuckles right now from putting their hands in and out of their pockets because when they're they're at the store, they don't want to touch anybody. Guess what happens when your skin cracks? There are little tiny holes that viruses get into.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I would like to say that... uh, I have a very diverse group of friends, and I hang, I hang out with a lot of different types of people. And back in the 90s, I was in a crew with a, with a bunch of black women. And when I would get dry in the winter here in, in balmy Southern California, they're like, honey, you need some Queen Helene. And I'm like, what is Queen Helene? And they gave me some, and I, I, it's cocoa butter. It's a cocoa butter uh, moisturizer. Oh, my God. It is the best thing in the world. And if you're listening to (laughs) the show right now, I'm going to tell you, you can still get it at Amazon because I just ordered two tubs of it.
1: (laughs) I want to see if the Jason toilet paper effect is real. If this stuff disappears and is unavailable to order anymore, we'll know it's real.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Get it. I mean, honestly, because you're going to be washing your hands a lot and uh, Queen Helene is going to revitalize you and it smells great. It's cocoa butter, man. Come on. And uh, I also have a I have I have two solutions here for the fiends of the show uh, in the You're global really TV trying problem, to push this fiends thing. I, I well, I had it in the notes. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have done it that many times. But I, here's the deal, Brian. Last night is the first night I slept more than two hours in three and a half weeks. My my shingles is gone. I oh, slept good. for six hours last night. So I'm like actually back to being human today. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm writing jokes today. Fuck this noise. <laughs> I don't care about this, Corona. This,
1: this harkens back to the shows that we used to do when you found out you were highly over caffeinating.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> here's the funny part. I haven't even had any caffeine today. Cause I'm trying to get <laughs> off caffeine because uh, I, I, I don't need it. It's, it's whatever. Uh, it's a different story, but uh, here's, here's the two tips. And I've been having a lot of fun on Twitter lately <laughs> and, uh, I've come up with the idea for the budget bidet because everybody's saying, well, you don't need TP. Let's go buy one of those thousand dollar Japanese toilet seats. I'm like, no, you go to the 99 cent store. You buy a squirt bottle and a bunch of like wash rags. Boom. There's your there's your budget bidet. You're done. And today I got all these notifications in the mail and I just thought this was hilarious. You can start a podcast and get mm-hmm. on every mailing list from every publisher out there, <laughs> and just have books sent to your house if you really need some, you know, like end of the world TP. Uh, and some of these books that I get every week are are worthy of TPdom. Uh, I've got six books coming today from like just every different publisher. All these paperback books that are pre-release. And uh, I, I, I found I figured this out. I didn't need to make my Throne of Thrones that you saw here <laughs> in my studio last time because they, it, it's coming delivered for free. Yep. So just start a podcast if you need TP.
1: Well, worst case scenario, I have a fairly large library here as well, so I can dip in and start with the authors I don't read anymore and uh, work yeah. my way down to the first editions.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, get get rid of those uh, like Dune sequels. That, <laughs> that oh yeah, are really That's, those are going to be
1: the first to go. I'm going to mod dib my butt. <laughs> the poop must flow. <laughs> In the news.
0: So. <sighs> Act... <action.
1: laughs>
0: I I wish we could do a hashtag with your (laughs) sigh. (laughs) I really do.
1: So act and don't panic. This is the one thing that I probably want people to take away from this, uh, this show that we're doing. And the single best wrap up that I've seen is over on Medium. But it is called Coronavirus, Why You Must Act Now. This is full of facts. This is full of information. This is full of charts. This is full of meaningful things that you can actually do. This is full of information that will make you concerned, but not panic. Read it. Everyone. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's it's a long read.
1: It's a long read. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a long read, but what else you got to do right now? <laughs> what else you got to do?
1: <laughs> That's right. So read it so you can prepare and not panic like everybody is right now. And as previously mentioned, Live Nation and AEG are pausing all tours due, or due to coronavirus there's a few shows that are still going on but i think at this point even those are are off um yeah they're basically telling everybody to go home uh that's that's about it there's not going to be any concerts there's not going to be any touring arena shows there's not going to be much of anything uh live nation is also instructing its employees to work remotely and not come into the office they will be closed until the end of march my best guess would be probably past that but we should see yeah,
0: yeah that's um it. That's, a, that's an aggressive timeline.
1: Yeah. And uh, I mean, just the amount of money uh, that is being lost here is just staggering. Staggering. Um, you know, talking about out-of-date stuff the, over at Vox, they've got some, you know, with E3 and South by Southwest canceled. The direct losses from major tech events soars beyond $1 billion. Um, and that's before all touring entertainment has stopped. I know.
0: Uh, yeah, $1 I, billion I got seems those, extremely know- low.
1: Yeah, it seems pretty low. So I think it's going to go a lot higher than that, Um, which, uh, you know, you got to feel you got to feel bad uh, for people. I I don't know how some people are going to make it through here. There were a number of articles that were talking about the real the real danger of the coronavirus isn't uh, isn't even health. It's it's financial um, for people that that need to that are living paycheck to paycheck that that uh, won't have work or are going to have to put themselves in harm's way to continue to make money, um, which is. Fairly crazy and fairly sad. So uh, I know personally, uh, I got my notification yesterday that my tickets to Hamilton have been refunded. So I will not be seeing Hamilton.
0: (laughs) Well, the movie's coming out soon, so you can just wait.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Or you
0: can look in (laughs) Dropbox and actually watch it (laughs) because I sent it to you. Yes, I know. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. And, you know, it's one of those things like if I was a landlord... Or something of that nature, and I, you know, I've gotten a million emails from everything that I, you know, like, credit card companies to my car company. They're like, if you're hit with the coronavirus, talk to us, and we'll get you through this time. And it seems like the biggest issue is going to be rent for a lot of people. Yep, and it's like if you're a landlord at this point, like you know, for the next three months, don't be stop taking rent, and <laughs> just you know, figure it out over time. And yeah, because you know, the funny thing is, is right now we need to we need to be great to each other and we have to be like and that is not the behavior i'm
1: seeing out on the streets i've got to say oh jesus (laughs) christ no oh my god no no. we're we're definitely seeing the worst of us right now so let's get it together people and have some empathy and we gotta all get through this together we are all alone together (laughs) but how predictive was that title I'm telling you, I, we hit it out of the park every goddamn
0: time. Nobody listens, but hey, we do. Uh, I, I can tell. I have, I have like a sixth sense when it comes to the, the mood of Los Angeles based on traffic. Oh, yeah. And this morning, everybody was just insane. I mean, they were insane. And I drive one mile to and from the <laughs> store. And it was crazy. I'm like, and uh, I, I was coming into the store and I almost got T-boned by a semi-truck that was coming out way too fast. Mm -hmm. And as I was pulling in, I noticed on the side of the truck, it was a fucking Corona beer truck. And I'm like, (laughs) not like this. Not like this. This is not the way I want
1: to go. What happened to Jason? He was killed by Corona. Oh, really? The virus? No beer truck. Joe, Joe the fucking truck driver
0: (laughs) killed him. I'm like, why are you even here? Nobody is buying your beer. But uh, Uh, I I did, did,
1: by the way. I did. I, I bought a I bought a I bought a case of Corona yesterday when I was doing my uh my emergency shopping at Bevmo.
0: <laughs> yeah, but everybody bought
1: all the limes because you know they're stocking up. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, now see tangent. I was I don't remember where I was, where I was gonna fit this in, but I'm gonna put it in here because you just talked about limes. Uh, again, people being stupid, and and you've gotta. We've got to be nice to each other, but we've also got to call out bullshit where we get it. I got a mass Facebook message from a friend, <laughs> an old friend of mine, and uh-huh. it was spreading one of those hoaxes. It was, a, it was a whole video about all you need is vitamin C. Oh vitamin, no. Vitamin C can cure no. and prevent the coronavirus. And I wrote back to that mass email to everyone and I said, "This is dangerous. This is not true. Stop it." And the person who originally sent it wrote back and said, "Well, I just wanted to point out that vitamin C is good for your immune system." And I was like, "That is not what you said. That is not <laughs> what you said. You said that vitamin C can prevent and cure the coronavirus. That is what yep. you said." So call those people out, people. Well, and I would also like to say that there are a lot of people out there
0: saying that garlic will will prevent it because it, it boosts your immune system and you know there is a lot of evidence that garlic is good for your immune system. I yes. am fine with that mm-hmm. because you you get allison from it not not the not the woman or the pixies song or whatever <laughs> um,
1: but Elvis Costello th- song too
0: yes mm-hmm. uh, oh, that's the one I was thinking of not not the pixies um but uh, there are certain ways that you have to make garlic to actually release the allison or you could just go and buy pills of garlic because i swear to god today i bought the last four bulbs of garlic in the entire (laughs) san fernando valley because it was sold out everywhere and i know the guy i'm really good friends with my grocer at ralph's i'm like hey man you got any garlic in the back and he's like yeah let me go check and he came out he handed me four four bulbs and he's like this is it man this is all we've got and i'm like thanks brother i'll see you on the flip side yeah, yeah. There's so much stupidity. It's just beyond belief. Um, I do want to point out there's a, a website called isitcanceledyet.com, which I love. Single surfing website, and it shows everything that's coming up that has been canceled. And it is pretty much, yep, yep. They could have just
1: said yes. It's, it's <laughs> got to be the it's longest. Gonna be yes. <laughs> it's got to be the longest page on the internet right now because <laughs> <laughs> because everything is canceled. Like, but they everything. could just skip
0: it. Skip the list and just put the word yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. My you know, my kids'
1: baseball play. league is canceled. I mean, everything is canceled. Uh, Santa Monica has banned uh, getting together in groups of more than 200, I think. so. Any, and they're saying that you shouldn't be in groups of more than 10 people. Like, but, you know, in Italy, bars go to and Costco then. <laughs> in Italy, well, that's the thing. Everybody's going to grocery stores, right? I, there were at least 250 people in Whole Foods. Are we going to start to see bouncers at grocery stores saying we can only have 250 people in here at a just, time? I, I,
0: you know, I, I would like to see bouncers with with temperature gauges checking people when they come in. Well, like be nice if our
1: government was prepared and had things like that, dude. It's up to us. <laughs> that's it. that's the way it works. It's up I know. to us. I know.
0: So, in some interesting news here, actually not interesting news, fucking great news. Shopify is sending everybody home so to work from home. And they're giving people a $1,000 each to furnish their own home setup so they can work from home. And they can even take their monitors home with them. Uh, you can't get Clorox wipes to wipe them down when you take them home, but you can still take your monitor with you um, and 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 any other office equipment that you need. But the $1,000 bump was pretty nice, I mm-hmm. thought, because you can get a pretty good standing desk like the one – I have an uplift desk that costs under a $1,000. So that was really nice of, of Shopify, I thought. Yeah, I think it's I good Spotify to see at first, but it's Shopify. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: is Shopify. It's good to see a lot of empl- uh, companies actually stepping up for their employees with things like this. It's it's a really yeah good thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and uh, R I P Mr. Joe from Trader Joe's, but they are actually one of the first grocery stores out there that is going to have uh, paid sick leave that goes over and above and beyond what everybody else is doing. Uh, they've got it in place through April fifteenth because you know I I love Trader Joe's. I don't love everything about trader joe's but the people there are always great to me and i really am glad that they're going to take care of those people because you know it, it, you don't go to trader joe's for the produce you go for the booze and yeah. the people there every time i come up with a new new uh like i was checking out the hard kombucha a couple months ago mm-hmm. and i had like a a two-minute talk with one of the checkout people there was nobody behind me in line uh, don't worry i'm not one of those assholes <laughs> if there's okay, somebody in line <laughs> if there's somebody in line behind me, I get the fuck in and out. It's you know, you know, get out of the way. That's what your job is when you're in line with somewhere. But, you know, and we talked to to a bunch of people and we I love the people at Trader Joe's. I'm really happy that they're they're taking this step.
1: Listen, you got it. You got to think about this. Um, You know, normally we think of first line responders or or people putting themselves in harm's way uh, as firefighters and police and and emergency medical technicians and the people that work at hospitals and doctors and nurses Uh, right now it's also people that work at grocery stores it's your bartender it's it's your your waitresses it's people that work at restaurants as long as they stay open i know italy has shut down all bars and restaurants and if our if our numbers keep going up that we're going to do that here too but uh, right right now uh, they're frontline they're frontline people so take care of them
0: yeah yeah and Guys, yeah, no, I don't want to get too far. No, no, no. I'm going to skip that one. Just move on to the next story. (laughs) All right. Well,
1: the next story is Microsoft, Google, and Zoom are trying to keep up with demand for their now free work from home software. So because of so many quarantines and cancellations and so many companies saying, well, let's go work from home for a while. uh, The demand for this software is through the roof. And in response, uh, they're making it free, which is nice. It's Free. a bit self-serving because they want to get you hooked on it, so you'll continue mm-hmm. to use it later on, but it is a good move on their part, so good for them. Uh, demand is definitely going through the roof, uh, and they're working pretty hard to ma- to make sure that uh, there's the bandwidth and everything is going to keep working because it's not just people working from home. School systems are using these things and all that sort of stuff, so it's good that they're yeah. doing that.
0: It's interesting. My friend's daughter is, she basically got sent home now, but it's all tele learning. They still have to go to school, but they have to yep. do it from home. Yep. Which really screws things up for my friend because she sells insurance. Which is probably a good business to be in right now, but uh, <laughs> they've only got like one home computer that they can use. So I actually loaned them a laptop because I've got extra computers, so she can actually do her schoolwork from a, like a decent computer. So yeah, uh,
1: I was actually talking to a friend of mine that runs a small company, and and he was saying he was talking about you know we got to make sure that uh, we've got laptops for people that don't have laptops. There are a lot of people mm-hmm. that don't have big computer systems at home, so they're everybody's kind of scrambling to figure that out right now. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be affecting people as as per, per usual when anything bad happens it affects people at the lower income levels and economic levels yep. more than it does those of us that you know can go out and get a macintosh whenever we want to so yep
0: For, and, unfortunately uh, i just never throw them away so i have extras <laughs> lying around
1: you have I'm almost not- as many computers around your house as you have rolls of toilet paper <laughs>
0: Yeah, even the dogs have laptops around here. But I I have to—I have one more computer that I have to do. I I have to do that battery swap on it. And fortunately, I'll have more time now (laughs) because I've I've got this giant lithium-ion battery that I don't want to explode, so I need to get it out of that computer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and speaking of the whole working from home thing, I've I've seen quite a few articles popping up about saying how we're going to find out that you really don't need to go into an office, that the man has been keeping us down, and look how great this whole work from home thing goes, and why aren't we all telecommuting? Oh, just you wait and see, people. Jason and I have been doing this for 20 years. Working from home is hard. It takes a lot of discipline. I do not expect to see productivity to go up. I expect to see it drop a lot. Precipitously. And if there's there's any lesson that's actually going to be learned from this great work at home experience, it's not going to be that everybody can work from home and it's great. It's going to be your boss realizing you did fuck all and he doesn't need you anymore.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) going to be my problem.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And get your
0: computer as far away from the refrigerator as you possibly can because... When you first start working from home, the first thing you do is, hmm, I could use a snack. Boom, boom, boom. Then 30 pounds later, although fortunately there'll be no food (laughs) for a (laughs) while, so it might work out.
1: Yeah, it might. So uh, Uber may, God, I hope this has changed by now because may should not be in this sentence, may temporarily suspend drivers exposed to the coronavirus. No, that is not the right response. The response is, yes, you immediately suspend the drivers exposed to the coronavirus and you pay them. Uh, well, at least a little. Yeah,
0: bit. That, okay, that last bit. Oh, was I forgot funny. they're not employees. I'm sorry, right. <laughs> they're not employees. Oh. Yeah,
1: but they did announce late last week it would try to compensate drivers who miss work due to the coronavirus for up to 14 days. Lyft also announced that it would provide financial assistance to drivers. So for once, I can't yell at these companies. But they've not detailed how much they'll compensate people, and that's kind of the key one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've got things from DoorDash as well. I'm not on Postmates, so I haven't gotten anything from them. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, how the gig economy fares in this. I actually, I did order Paquito Moss the other day from DoorDash after everything was locked down because I like to live on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> but I did wipe it down with a Clorox wipe when I got it home, but I still ate the food and I'm still here.
1: You know, it's funny. There's a as you mentioned that just five minutes ago, I got an email from this uh, place that I like to order pizza from occasionally here in, in Santa Monica called Dagwoods. They have one of the best calzones in the world. And mm-hmm. uh, the whole email is we're we're taking all these steps of cleanliness. We're focusing on maintaining the highest level. We will continue to deliver. We have hand washing procedures and paid sick leave policies and all that sort of stuff. Like everybody is getting out in front of this. Of course, it always reminds me of you know who are these people that were washing their hands before.
0: What is wrong exactly it's like oh <laughs> uh, wasn't this so supposed you to be standard operating procedure <laughs> uh
1: but i get it everybody wants to get the word out there and try to keep their businesses up and running as long as they can so
0: <laughs> I've, I've got three restaurants in my neighborhood that i don't want to go out of business and i will be buying food from them as this thing progresses because the China Garden here in 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 the lovely Woodland Hills are my favorite people. The guy gives me well, he used to give me a hug when he would deliver my food. <laughs> he ain't getting no fucking hug anymore. No, no hugs for a while. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> leave it on leave it on the porch. Your money's under the rock. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Did you forget the hot mustard again? Well, go back and get me some more. But um, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep patronizing those restaurants because I want them to stay in business. And I think that don't let the paranoia get to you too much. You know. I, I, that's all i gotta say I, it's, I know it's you You gotta have that distance but a lot of people are gonna lose their livelihood over this and i anything know that we can do i mean even if they brought the food and i threw it away i still want to keep them going you know look
1: i i know but the societal pressure has has reached that point now hasn't it jason like it's hard like i i was planning on popping out to my local and just having a quick beer tonight with a friend
0: well, mainly
1: <laughs> well that's <laughs> yeah. right exactly like and then i was like well, that would be stupid, but yeah, that place is going to close <laughs> and they're missing out on their livelihood. So which is it? What do we do? <laughs> well, you know, you just you, just Venmo the bartenders
0: 10 bucks to say, here's the tip that I would have given you. And then you save the beer money because you have Corona at home, but you're still keeping people going. Yeah. And you know? I
1: suppose that's one thing to do. In fact, I saw somebody on Twitter that had posted, you know, if if you're the, if you're going to a theater show and it's shut down, consider donating the money from your refund to to the theater to keep it going to keep all the people going so
0: yeah i don't know if there's there are procedures in place that your money would go to the right places if they're still going to be paying the performers and things yeah like i don't, that, I don't you know, know how any
1: of that would work either yeah
0: i don't know so. if that that's a, really a smart idea i don't think they thought that one out but, no, uh, not so
1: much but it's a yeah, nice thought <laughs> no.
0: it is a nice thought but you know if you can if you can help your locals like this comes back to the empathy You know, help everybody out that you can. I mean, I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. I'm pretty goddamn broke. But if I've got extra, I'm going to help my friends. That's all I'm going to do Just not as toilet
1: paper. Nobody gets that.
0: Stay the fuck away from my toilet paper.
1: (laughs) Hands off my Charmin, bitch. So speaking of working from home, that's going to get more complicated, uh, especially if you have kids. Um, if you've ever tried to work from home with a kid, as I have done, it is nay impossible at times. So there is an interesting article over at Lifehacker written by Megan Walbert, how to work from home with kids when you're under quarantine. And there are some good ideas in here. Um, but uh And uh, this woman, Liz Lenz, has uh, written all these different thoughts about it, including having snacks around and all that and pipe cleaners and tape and all that sort of stuff. So go read this if you're now going to be working from home and your kid is now not going to school. Uh, But uh, the single funniest line and the truest one is her best suggestion is, and I quote, Jesus fucking Christ, who cares? Let them watch TV. We're all just trying to live here. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's true forget the fucking screen time shit yeah you know? forget
1: uh, screen time is out the window in these situations let me tell you <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> this is a youtube pandemic
2: <laughs>
0: let him watch squarepants or whatever his name is this episode is brought to you by delete me Today, I want to share something personal and honestly a bit alarming. On this show, we often discuss the vast amount of personal info floating around out there. We're talking home addresses, contact details, and even information about your family. If you've ever felt that uneasy feeling about your privacy, you're definitely not alone. That's why I need to tell you about Delete Me. It's been a game changer for me in protecting my personal information. As someone who's been bombarded with spam calls and phishing attempts, discovering DeleteMe was like finding a magic shield. Here's a really frustrating fact. The amount of personal data available online has tripled from 2019 to 2023. With rising political tensions, your political views could expose you to cybercrimes, identity theft, or even violence. Angry people, fueled by their beliefs, can access your data from data brokers that cover 98% of U.S. citizens, putting you at risk of harassment, identity theft, or worse. But there's good news. DeleteMe works tirelessly to safeguard your data. That's J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash G-O-G with code G-O-G at checkout.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network, also known as a VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, your internet service provider is storing your browsing data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access, or PIA, can help. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geoblock content around the world. PIA comes with an easy-to-use app and browser extensions for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PCMag. If you sign up with PIA right now, you can take advantage of a special deal only for GOG listeners. By using our link, slash VPN, you can get complete digital privacy for less than $2 a month, and four extra months for free, which means only $1.98 a month and up to 83% off. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days and see if you like it. If not, just return it for a full refund. So go to vpn and try out the best VPN on the planet, completely risk-free. That's vpn.
2: Security?
0: Ha! We're joined again this week by Dave the Sniffles Bittner. Dave is the host <laughs> of the Cyberwire Podcast. Dave is also co-host of the social engineering podcast, Hacking Humans, with Joe Kerrigan, as well as the co-host of Caveat with Ben Yellen, where they discuss law and policy as well as surveillance and privacy. And we were just talking off-air about how uh When we hit our mid 40s, we both came down with allergies, which we've never had. And in this day and age, (laughs) that might get you killed. I know you don't want I to be coughing
2: in the streets right now, do you? No, no, no. People scatter. They just then they you get dirty looks and you know, people look at you they, they pull their children close to them and run away in fear. So yeah. Sniffle We're Mr. Right. Sniffleupagus. <laughs> Mr. Sniffleupagus. Very good, very good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how's it handing? How's how's it going over there, Dave, in, in DC? Or I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry Baltimore. Yeah, the state of Maryland. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And our offices are smack dab right in the middle between Baltimore and Washington. If most people might be familiar with Columbia, Maryland, that's pretty much where we are. Um, It's okay. Um, We're closing schools for two weeks. Um, There are no more gatherings for the time being. The governor has declared declared a state of emergency. Uh, They're going to be using the National Guard to help clean things, including the schools. Mm -hmm. Um, I signed up to kill terrorists and all I got was this
0: Clorox wipe.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It's good that they're still keeping meals available for kids who need meals through their schools. So that's something that I think is going right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, But um, the stores have that look that they usually typically have before a blizzard (laughs) where everything's kind of picked through. There's still stuff, but most of the good stuff is gone and uh i ran up the store today just to grab uh something for lunch and the long Infected. lines Infected. yeah i know <laughs> i know i know uh there's long lines and uh, and it just i mean it, people are buying giant packs of paper towels yes. and toilet well, paper and all these things the one place and,
1: where there are large gatherings right now are grocery stores yeah that's <laughs> right that's right
2: so crazy uh, here at the cyberwire, we have gone to a mandatory work from home scenario so uh today i 'm the one person at the studio <laughs> <laughs> well you 're safe there for now <laughs> yeah, well there 's nobody else here so it 's probably the best place to be uh but uh so fortunately we 're in a situation where we can do that um really without a whole lot of impact but this week has been we 've had meetings talking about continuity plans you know what do we do if um, people are unavailable or out of commission um, because really most of our plans have been around a, a person getting sick or, you know, typical type things. But so uh, in in a way, that's good to go through that exercise. Um, but I have to say it's a little disconcerting.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we really screwed this one up, didn't we? Who would have thought that uh, gutting important government agencies would have repercussions? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of this could have been avoided or it certainly could have mitigated a lot of the things that are currently
2: happening right now. But uh, Yeah. Who needs social safety nets, right?
1: <laughs> when we
0: have AI.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking uh, through earlier this week of, of different scenarios, and I wonder what would happen if 10% of Congress died from this. Mm-hmm. You know, so many of them are in the danger zone in terms of their age. Um, I don't think it I don't know. I don't know how realistic that would be. But uh, what would be the effect of that? Because I, I, we, as we've talked about here many times, I think until things affect them directly, it's very difficult for them to make changes that that may trickle down to the rest of us when yes. it comes to many things, when yes. it comes to many things. Because so, they all have health care. They do. They do. But as we're seeing, as we're recording this, many people in Congress are self-quarantining because they've been exposed. And, you know, this is a thing that money can't really buy you immunity from.
0: Tom Hanks got it. I mean, if Tom Hanks can get it, anybody can get it. We're all screwed.
2: Well, a friend of mine uh, who uh, was going down the conspiracy theory line said oh, that. Oh God, uh, there's so much of that out there, right? Now. <laughs> he said. He said, if you wanted to have somebody who who was calm and would make people, put people at ease when it comes to getting the disease, who would you ask? That's right, Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that kind of
1: leads me into some thoughts that I've been having, and, and we were discussing just a little bit before uh, we started recording that that you know having and I'd mentioned this earlier in the show as well, having lived through so many. Uh, large events in in my life: the LA riots, the earthquake here that was so massive, obviously nine mm. eleven. I've never felt anything quite like this. This is different, um, mm. and I don't really. I mean, obviously, it's it's a different thing. It's it's global. It's it's something everybody has to worry about. But it feels weirder out there than I remember anything else being. And I, I wonder how much of that is social media and, and the sped up nature of news and fake news now, because 9-11, <laughs> you know, you talked around the proverbial water cooler with your office people and, and that was about yeah. it. And, and then you didn't get any news until you went home and Tom Brokaw came on and, and laid it out mm. in 30 minutes. Now it's constant and everywhere and too fast.
0: I beg to hmm. differ on the 9/11 thing because we had CNN on in my house, and I watched those planes go into the tower every 30 seconds, <laughs> and it, yeah. it created a it created a national PTSD. Yeah. With this, there's no such event where you have that repetitive visual over and over and over again mm-hmm. you just have sanjay gupta saying really stupid shit sometimes <laughs> he's like oh why why are you going to close harvard because they're the kids are not going to be affected by this i mean if they get it they're going to be fine i'm like do you know who teaches at harvard old <laughs> smart say, people you,
1: right, Well have you
2: ever looked through the catalog at harvard i mean yeah. again
1: it, it, it's the same thing that we've been screaming about the anti-vaxxers it's not it's not about you stupid it's about right. other people
2: yeah. Right. So. Yeah. To me uh, the the closest feeling that this matches up to is the feeling I had the days after 9/11 when there was this anxious uncertainty because we didn't know what was coming next, what could be coming next, was it going to get better, was it going to get worse? Mm-hmm. We we're hoping for the best but preparing for the worst. Yeah. And I feel like that's yeah. where we are now. But you're right, there's no there was no big event. We're easing into this more slowly, watching it sort of creep around the world. And, um, but that information <laughs> yeah. is coming at us so fast on social media. You're right. Yeah, uh, I, I think, I think it's our also, planes
0: hitting the tower was the Donald Trump press conference because that was just well, about uh, as much of a train wreck. Well, as well, anything that, else. that was
1: a disaster. And that relates directly to what you were saying, Dave, in, mm. in those couple days after 9-11 when you didn't know what was going on. And there was no plan. Uh, and to have our president come up and, and basically just try to rebrand this thing rather than He's give trying us p-
0: to pivot the virus.
1: <laughs> well, he that's what he did. He tried to pivot the virus to being an immigration thing. There was uh, There was mm-hmm. no plan set forth. And it was so telling that both both Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden gave press conferences the very next day that put out good plans. That's that's all they did. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh.
0: I, I have to I have to uh, go with you on that, Dave. It's like when I went to the grocery store this morning. It it did have that same feel, like that post nine eleven feel. It was yeah. dead quiet. Nobody was making eye contact except the. I, I as I previously mentioned in the show, the couple that saw the empty TP aisle and just started breaking up laughing. <laughs> but <laughs> um, there was the, definitely a a weird weird energy everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think what's making it worse is that for a lot of us, we do not have faith that our government has the ability to take care of things right now. Certainly not at the federal level. Um, I do feel much better about my state government, my local government. Um, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and they're they're able to do a lot of things. You know, um, I, I'm 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 fortunate enough to live in an area. That has good healthcare systems. You know, my local hospital is part of Johns Hopkins. And so that's reassuring, but still doesn't mean they're not going to be overwhelmed and, and you just simply won't be able to get any service.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you got an in with Joe Kerrigan, right? He works for Johns Hopkins. You can kind of he does get a, he get does a, get a hall pass.
2: Yeah, right. Exactly. I'll just go in disguised as him. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, just and saying, except it.
0: the problem is Joe Kerrigan different, like deals with different types of viruses. Yeah, <laughs> I have a floppy disk. <laughs> that's get a, right.
2: Like, yeah, that's get right. Desk. Exactly. <laughs> just, yeah, here's just, your copy of um, of Norton Antivirus. Please be on your way, sir. <laughs> just say yeah. you gotta you gotta go in
1: and do an in person <laughs> podcast when you're at the door. Should get yeah that's
2: right that's <laughs> right that's right. The other thing that I noticed today when I was at the store is that and this relates to the social media thing is that i'm really exhausted from all the small talk about it yeah mm. i'm, I'm oh, tired geez. I'm tired of all the all of the armchair experts i'm tired of the Well, pandemic just means that it's a such and such. I mean, pandemics happen all the time. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, it (laughs) is not helping. And it's exhausting because it doesn't stop. Better watch out washing your hands with that soap. That soap was made in China. Ha, 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 ha. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. You're
3: not helping.
1: I was I was talking to a friend yesterday, and he was like, maybe we should have shut down social media instead of all the other things we're shutting down, and we might all be feeling a little bit better right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a friend earlier today, and she was saying that uh, she basically muted all the coronavirus words on twitter and twitter basically went away <laughs> <It's> just, <Yeah. laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing left in our feed
1: now well, so that's, that's exactly the problem we had putting this show together we didn't uh, want to do a second show about the coronavirus but that's the only news that's out there <laughs> well, the yeah,
0: problem, yeah the problem is we, we were ahead of the curve again and did the last show about it and now it's a thing
2: <laughs> i saw it's someone saying we started yeah. it
0: get damn it
2: <laughs> I saw someone say on Twitter that the great thing about coronavirus is now every podcast is a coronavirus podcast. <laughs> yeah. And Seriously. that is true. That is yeah. true. So I'm I'm wondering,
0: what do you guys think about – to get actually back on topic for a second here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the scams that are going to start coming out. I mean, we know we to have, start. They've already started. Well, we've yeah. got stupid people posting stupid shit. That's that's a given, right? You know the right. stuff we talked about earlier with the vitamin C thing and all that. Mm-hmm. But yep. when it comes to the scams, what kind of scams do you guys think we're going to start seeing? Like uh, buy my shit scams. You know, not just the go take vitamin oh. C scam. Well, we already whatever.
1: had that. Uh, the The old pastor guy it was Jim Baker selling his oh, silver, right?
2: Selling silver. You've got um, what's his name? The crazy guy. Um, Who's the number one loony? um, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Oh, Alex, yes. Jones. Yes. The Alex water's Jones.
0: turning the frogs gay. Damn yeah,
2: it. Alex,
0: That's Alex Jones.
2: Alex Jones. Uh, I saw today the um, was it the Attorney General from the state of New York? I believe it was. Yeah. She yeah. posted that she they, they they gave Alex Jones a cease and desist because he was <laughs> saying that his uh, well, Alex Jones. just on principle, cease and desist being yeah. Alex Jones, <laughs> right? Um, because he was making claims that his toothpaste would help would would kill. Coronavirus and that uh, the Pentagon was purchasing it in large numbers to protect. (laughs) You do know that he was
0: arrested for DUI last week after a domestic dispute, right?
2: (laughs) Uh, It's just the best people. The best people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, so, So just look out for sham shit and don't buy anything that anybody tells you is going to cure or prevent the coronavirus that you don't get from the CDC is basically the best advice. I'm assuming
1: we're going to see a lot of emails about uh, supposed uh, um, vaccines that people have already that,
2: you know, for (laughs) 1995. (laughs) So, yeah. The other ones um, we're seeing are uh, calls for donations. So fake red crosses, those sorts of Mm. things. Um, We're seeing someone put up a fake version of the Johns Hopkins heat map. Um, oh, yeah. That, yep, so when you go to that, you get uh, yourself a little uh I forget what you get in. It. You look it it downloads something to your machine that is bad. It allows it to exfiltrate a Little uh, slice data. of malware. Um, yeah, exactly. Um but it looks just like the Johns Hopkins heat map, which is which if you hadn't if you have not yet checked out is excellent. The actual Johns Hopkins one is one of the best out there. Uh so you have that sort of thing. Um and uh absolutely we're seeing phishing already. Uh, just taking care, taking advantage of people's anxiety.
1: Yep. Yeah. Gonna be and the fear.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, interesting comment I saw swinging back to uh, the president's speech about all this. Someone on Twitter said the soothing parts weren't true, and the true parts weren't soothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's funny the, the, the my favorite tweet about it was uh, this guy said, uh, my daughter just uh, is learning Final Cut Pro and she just made a video of Donald Trump's uh, labored breathing during mm. <laughs> during the speech and I couldn't be more proud. And, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I did see uh,
0: that.
1: That, did that see speech that. was uncomfortable in many ways.
0: It was uncomfortable for him because he didn't want to read it because he didn't believe it. And, you know, his his people made him read that. And you could tell. I think he broke a tooth because his jaw was clenched so hard.
2: (laughs) The only thing missing was someone holding up the front page of a newspaper. So we knew that what date it was (laughs) when it was actually recorded, like they do in those hostage videos. That was the only thing missing. I was actually looking at the edges of his face to see if it was a deep fake. That's
0: like it was so (laughs) weird and uncomfortable. And I'm like. Is this real or is this a deep fake? Because and then he did the thing with his hands and I'm like, oh, no, that's still him. That's still him. Yeah. It's like when he had his hands clenched, you knew that he was he was the one reading it. And then when he did the or you didn't know. But when he just flipped his hands over, it's a beautiful thing. We got beautiful tests. The most. Oh, wait, I have to get back on script. You know, right. Right. Who's who's the guy behind the camera that has the gun on him telling him to read verbatim, you know? (laughs)
2: Is it the Bilderberg Group? Yeah. Right, right, and it also <laughs> reminds me of uh, just how I, you guys must remember back when uh, President Obama was in office. How how much hey the the uh, Republicans made over him being the teleprompter president. You know that he was only he could only <laughs> perform with a teleprompter. Oh, what we wouldn't give to have <laughs> a president with the teleprompter skills uh, that other presidents have had. Yeah, just <laughs>
0: they made a fuss not, over him coming off Air Force One with a cup of coffee. For Christ's sakes, come on! Right, <laughs> you know? right.
2: Yeah, it's tough. Uh, these are the times when uh, you really want leadership at the top. Actually, uh, to that point, uh, I have a friend who is uh, an expert in disaster recovery planning. And, like she, that's what she does, mm. and was she, she fired by
0: the administration?
2: <laughs> no, no. She, I mean her her work uh, happens more at the state level. But um she's just apoplectic over the federal response to all this. Just how every single turn, from the communications to the organization, just every bit of it is just the Wrong. opposite of what you're trained to do. And there's just no one guiding the ship, it seems. No one who knows what they're doing anyway. So
0: Well on this happy note. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. Uh, how long do you how, do, how long do you guys think this is going to last? Uh,
0: uh, three months, personally.
2: Three months. Okay. I th-
0: well, I think the grocery stores are going to be fine in three days yeah. because they're, they're we don't restock. have a TP shortage. Everybody's going to be restocked. I talked to the girls today at the checkout because I'm friends uh-huh. with all the people at my grocery store, and they're like, "We're getting the best overtime we've ever gotten because we're all working." <laughs> and then one girl pulled out the the tub of Clorox sanitizers to wipe down the self checkout machines and her friend and she left it on the counter and her friend said, put that away because somebody's gonna steal that. Because it's going <laughs> in yeah. the store. Uh but they're like, you know, they're they're okay with it at this point because, you know, people like you and me, Dave, who come in coughing are are pretty rare <laughs> apparently. But yeah. uh, I, I still think three months for this whole thing to recover. Just just because of the, the duration of the gestation of the virus and you know the the fourteen to twenty one days, people are still gonna start getting sick. Um I'm probably gonna get sick, my roommates probably gonna get sick. Uh I think I think a lot of people are gonna really get sick and it's gonna be I, I think at least three to four months personally.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, I agree with Jason about the groceries for sure. I think ev- everybody's already got everything that they possibly need and the supply chains haven't been screwed up yet. So all- everything's going to be restocked in the next couple days. So that's not going to be an issue anymore. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I-, I don't know how long people are going to be able to work-, work from home because as we know, it's very difficult. Um, right. people are being very optimistic about how that's all going to happen. Um, I'd imagine within the next month, we'll see numbers going down and I think people will start to go back to schools, start to go back to work. But I think the social aspect of it and the, the repercussions of everything we're going through right now are going to linger for months. I think they're going to linger
0: for years. I think, I think the economic damage that's going to be done by this is going to last for years, uh, personally, just because there's so many, because, you know, baristas can't work from home there are a lot of people that like the girls at the checkout line can't work from home. It's yep, right. there, there are a lot of jobs that are going to be really messed up. And that comes back to what we've been talking about for the, the rest of the show. It's just like, you know, show empathy to your, your local friends and mm-hmm. you know, everybody needs to get through this together and don't be a dick.
2: <laughs> yeah. I saw a good suggestion. Somebody said, um, go online and buy a gift card for your favorite local restaurant. Um, that way, they get the money now. You'll mm-hmm. you'll have a nice meal. You know, whenever things get better, you can go out. But it'll help them ride this storm, as no one's going to the restaurant. That's a good idea. Not a bad idea.
0: It's not, not a bad, bad idea at all. Actually, yeah, that's a that's a really good idea. It's better than my idea, which was just go in and give them ten bucks for the meal that you were going to get for the mm-hmm. tips. Um, but yeah, actually, gift cards are that's a, that's a really smart idea because yeah, then you can just use it after everything goes and keep them in business.
2: Right, right. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah,
0: well, not
1: bad, Okay, right? we yeah. can leave on a good note
2: then. Let, let's end on that. <laughs> yeah, because I got much else. <laughs> That's positive. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's all cross our fingers that all three of us are, are uh, able to to be back here next week, right? That'll be yep. the way it goes for the time being. Yep.
0: Well, Brian and I are going to be here because we don't go anywhere well <laughs> that's the way it works we're we're used to this this is this is our wheelhouse right now well
1: yeah uh, that may be you but uh i have a family and i'm the one that goes out to do the
2: foraging so
0: Well, and when you have kids, yes, yes, when you have kids, all things are the kids go and they roll around.
2: Yeah, the kids (laughs) go roll around in the petri dish and then come home and roll around all over everything at home. I I was thinking
0: about this though. (laughs) Brian has been sick so many times in the past two years or three years since he got Lucas Mm -hmm. that his immune system has to be like fucking Iron Man. And yeah. I think that this might work. I'm I'm the one that's actually, I'm just coming off shingles. So I've had a viral infection for the past month. So mm. if anybody dies, it's going to be me. So there will be no <laughs> show because nobody else knows how to record this properly.
2: But. Oh, I, I know how to record it. Oh, wait, <laughs> to take my job. All right. We can start our Star Wars podcast. <laughs> hey, there Jeez. you go. It's the opportunity we've been looking for. Right. <laughs> here on Furry Old Geeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right That's right. All right, guys. Well, Uh, uh, let's all keep our chins up. Yep. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Ups and doodads.
1: Seems a little weird to talk about anything not coronavirus related, but I did have two things in here before the proverbial (laughs) shit hit the fan. Uh, I saw a new three in one dock charger for your nightstand that Logitech has launched. I already have one, but this also includes, you know, the uh, wireless charging, and it looks sexy. It's really good looking.
0: I think so, I might actually get that one. Yeah,
1: I, I'm considering it. it. It's a good looking little pad and it can charge everything uh, all at once. So you can put your watch on there, your phone, your uh, AirPods. It's, it's nice. I might grab it, too, at some point.
0: Yeah, the the problem is, is the speaker's on the bottom because I use my, my phone at night to listen to podcasts to keep the voices in my head at bay. Right. So if the speaker's on the bottom, it might not work too well. But the it, it's a good-looking good little piece of kit. Maybe I'll just get that for the office when I'm sitting here recording. Cause that's, well, there
1: you go. You can keep yeah. everything charged up and just you don't, let it sit there.
0: Do you have uh, an AirPod charging case? for years
1: no no so okay I, I have to do a couple upgrades before this is of, of complete use to me so oh
0: i gotta tell you man when i when i got the new airpod twos remember i didn't get the pros i just went with the twos yeah and i do the wireless charging with those now on the same pad that one of the ones i gave you and uh these new AirPod 2s, it's it's ridiculous. It's like I'm so used to my AirPods dying in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. that these, seem, these things seem to last forever. I like get three three or four hours out of them, and I'm like, I haven't had to charge my AirPods. This is magical.
1: It's magic.
0: <laughs> so well worth the extra money that I had to pay for those to get the new ones. But they, they, the AirPod 2s last a really long time, I'm finding.
1: All right. Excellent. And i got a little bit of good news for us consumers. Maybe not such great news for those making tech devices, but uh, as part of the newly announced Circular Economy Action Plan, the European Commission, which is the body that drafts the EU's laws, is going to introduce a right to repair legislation that will push electronics manufacturers to create products that last longer. You hear me, AirPods? Include (laughs) (laughs) as many recycled materials as possible and are easier to reuse, repair, and recycle awesome
0: nice it, it would right. also
1: extend its echo design law to cover phones tablets and computers and likely force tech companies to completely rethink the designs of their products the legislation will also require uh, that, that the, part i
0: don't like
1: well that's, that's I don't the want, reality I
0: don't, yeah i don't want people to i don't want them to be forced to redesign their products because i don't if, if you got to do USB-C over lightning in your phone the phone's gonna get bigger there's a reason we
1: have lightning damn it but okay, okay. I well, guess. we'll see Whatever. how it plays you gotta out. You got to give to get. You got to give exactly, to get. Exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> in the RTFM aspect of things, the legislation will also require that these same companies provide easy to access information related to the repairability and durability of their products. Be AKA nice
0: manuals. Yes. Give us a fucking manual. <laughs> Jesus.
1: So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then we have to go back to the coronavirus news. A friend of the show, Mike, sent this to this to me. Uh, there is no better company in the world than Pornhub than getting their name in the press, no oh, matter what yeah. happens. Yeah. So Pornhub <laughs> is giving Italians free premium access during the coronavirus quarantine. <laughs> you
0: know what I have, Brian? hmm I ever got the VPN? If you go to gog.show, you can get a, a gog. the gog.show/vpn. You can pretend you are from Italia, and you can get to the free of porn.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, and the,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Italian, and even that was a fucking terrible accent. Uh,
1: that's all right. Right now, I don't think anybody in Italy is going to be listening to our show. <laughs> They've
0: well that's the bigger, thing. Everybody should be listening to, to podcasts. There's nothing else to do. Listen to yeah, a podcast. That's
1: true. that's true. And keeping with the on it in marketing, uh Osmo, the company that makes the uh iPad and, and um Android learning app for uh preschoolers on up, which I actually really enjoy. My kid loves it, uh oh, yeah, is spot one, on yeah. spot on with their marketing. Got it got one yesterday. Title Are the Kids Home? Don't worry, Osmo has you covered. And a big list of all the games that they have available that I will be buying and downloading.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And uh, actually, you know what? What's funny, I got an email from Sam Harris this morning Mm -hmm. uh, talking about his app, uh, Waking Up, which is like a meditation app, which I think a lot of people are probably going to need right now. Yeah, because everybody needs to calm down. He's like, look, if you guys can't afford it, just send us an email and we'll give it to you for free. Well, this, awesome. this whole thing's going on, and I'm like, "You know what, Sam? You're a fucking stand-up guy. <laughs> you really are a stand-up guy. He's like, "Look, we all need to chill. So I, I don't need your money. I would like your money, but I don't need your money. So if you'd like free access to the app in these troubling times, just send me an email, and we'll get you set up with a, with a code to download it. So I thought that was really fucking cool of him
1: okay cool oh one other thing i saw and i thought this would be some good news for you jason because we all need good news right now the world health organization has announced that dogs cannot contract COVID 19 dogs previously held in quarantine can now be released to be clear jason who let the dogs out
0: feedback loop we're doing just a quick follow up on Feedback Loop right now. We usually don't do this on the Saturday episodes, but Sperry writes in, sorry, guys, Maximilian Schell was the antagonist in Disney's The Black Hole, aka The Black Hole, <laughs> not Max von Sydow. Uh Easy mistake. Both are great actors who did some real clunkers. Von Sydow was also star of one of my favorite films, Steppenwolf from 1974. It was usually paired with a Siddhartha and made for one hell of a stoner double feature back in the day. <laughs> Max will indeed be missed. Take care and stay safe and stay grumpy. Well, thank you, Sperry. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, it was Maximilian Schell. That's right. Uh, yeah, spread the <laughs> pooch on that one. But uh, they're, they're, they're easily confused. Because easily right. I've seen the black hole once when <laughs> I was a kid on HBO that I stole because I figured out how to use tinfoil to hack my HBO box.
1: <laughs> oh, those were the days. Now we just share passwords. Yeah. And Aaron writes in, please, oh, please do not use 70% isopropyl on your devices. As a cell phone tech, this is how you liquid damage your device. The 30% is mostly water. 91% or higher does not contain water and therefore much better for your devices. I have to wonder, did this come out of a Facebook group? I'm an expert. So let me tell you. Well, I work in the field. So let me tell you. 17%
0: Seventeen percent of people wrote back and saying 70% isopropyl alcohol is fine. 19% wrote back and said 91% is better. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you for that. Thank uh, you, Aaron. I need, yes, I need to I need to clean my my uh roommate's laptop that I just got her, so I'm gonna definitely use ninety-one percent. We're joined again by Seth Miranda of adorama fame and last ex witness fame and all sorts of fame because this is the fifth fucking time i've read this intro so we're just gonna get into it seth welcome back to the show (laughs) it's been a long ass day
3: it's been a long life this year is it's only march and it's like the longest year ever (laughs)
0: dude and it is we are recording this on friday the 13th so
3: that is true yeah that is very true and it's um it's actually a beautiful day here in new york except for everyone's panic
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so that's why i wanted to have you on the show because we've already talked about on the show how freaking weird it is here in los angeles like it 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 is like the you know the week after 9 11 right now yeah the people bet. are just like zombies they don't know what to do they don't know what to say except we don't have that you know that that one moment That we had with 9-11 that everybody was so traumatized by with the planes flying into the towers. Mm. Um, But it's still one of those things where it's like everybody is just kind of numb and trying to figure out what's going on. And I wanted to hear from you what it's like in New York City, because there's a lot of people in New York City. (laughs) And I I, want to get your perspective on what the hell's going on out there. And especially since you work in a retail environment a lot of the time.
3: Well, first off, I lived through 9/11 here in New York. I watched it happen. And yeah. that like was insane enough to go through, but the problem that's happening right here is everybody's waiting Like they're just like these sitting ducks Mm -hmm. and there's cases like there's a case, a Corona case, like a few blocks from me. And that's when I was like, all right, that means this person was on the same train as me. That means that there was two weeks of like this incubation thing. You know, that's the, that's the scary part is we can't tell who has it. And everyone's talking about it just being, uh, The same thing as the flu, that if you just breathe it in, you're going to get it or whatever. Uh, I'm on packed trains. So the MTA here has less trains than ever before. So that means they're more packed than ever before. And I'm like trying to find times of the day to not take the train anymore. Mm -hmm. You got some person you don't even know just breathing in your face. And you're like, well, who knows? Let's just all roll dice today.
0: That's it, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's a little crazy. I mean, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. Um, there's a lot of misinformation flying everywhere because everyone's a genius now because they get an alert on their phone from BuzzFeed or something stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah. That we, do. we actually talked about that with Bitner. It's just like, everybody shut up. Yeah. You're not an expert. You don't work for the CDC. You don't know a goddamn thing.
3: Yeah, I think the one thing that uh, it's really hurting right now is uh, I, was tra- I had a lot of stuff travel-wise work for work. Uh, set to go. That's all canceled. Um, a lot of clients are canceling. I know some of the top-end wedding photographers here in New York are cancel have canceled weddings all across their book. Uh, and more than that, the actual camera industry itself is almost at a complete halt. So... Anything that's been announced, anything that they have on pre-order, all of it's delayed. Nikon can't get any of its lenses out. Canon can't guarantee when their new cameras are coming out. Sony was going to have a huge press event to announce something. They... Uh, postponed it. Now it's completely canceled. <laughs> our, our press event is we have nothing to announce. <laughs> yeah. I, well, we're, we're trying to figure out if they canceled the actual product that they're going to release. Which you know, who knows what it is can, when it's Sony, or is it that yeah. just they just canceled the event? Uh, the real problem with the industry is they can't get the components out of China to build whatever they've been trying to build. So it's usually DRAM. Yep. So you know all these oh, high, interesting. Yeah, all the high performance cameras. If you're running a high resolution camera that can now do higher frame rates than before that's a lot more processing power and therefore it needs dram to get it going and they just can't get the chips so do they actually do like
0: the lens grinding and stuff like that in Japan for these companies?
3: I mean it depends on the company but um I know Nikon does a lot of handmade glass going on in there in Japan but almost everybody is sourcing out of China from something some or Thailand yeah Um, I know that Leica is like the only one in the world left doing anything in Germany, I think. And nobody's going to have a job, so nobody can afford a Leica. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, and Leica just released uh, their new S3, which is a $19,000 camera, which was (laughs) in my hands two years ago. That's how long it took to them to get to production.
0: So So. I I actually have a question for you about Leica real quick. Yeah. Is it worth the money? It's amazing. But is it really worth, you know, like... I mean, it's it that costs as much as a car.
3: I know, I know. Look, it, it, I can never understand um, what it would take someone to go and buy a Leica. I can tell you that from my generation of photographers, we looked at it as an aspiration that one day you'd have a Leica of some kind. But the thing is that Leica really understands imaging and when you look at a Leica spec wise versus like let's say a Sony it won't shoot as many frames as fast it won't uh, do as much video or whatever the specs yeah. are it's always lower yeah. but the image quality and the color tones and just the sheer look of it like you could tell a Leica image almost all the time and the the real magic so to speak is a combination of The lens, the glass is what makes the color in the photo happen. The color space is in that glass they hand make. And Mm -hmm. then the processor inside the Leica interprets it all. And it's just gorgeous i mean they really do an amazing job yeah there's a little bit of hype to it i'm sure there's a crazy amount of markup but leica went beyond just being a camera and became a collector's piece became like an art piece the way they're machined how beautifully well they're made and they do limited series like people will buy them just to put them on a shelf as a collection forget about using it well shit johnny i've made one yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. um the the Leica stealth that I wanted uh now is on eBay for $50,000 because they only Jeez. made like 175 of them or something like that. It's so
0: annoying that like you know working photographers who can actually <laughs> use these things and would
3: covet these things can't afford them. It's annoying. Yeah, but Leica does reach out and let the right people use their gear. They may not let them keep it. Yeah, you borrow, you get to
1: borrow
0: it. You can see. Here's the thing: you get to taste the forbidden fruit, but you don't actually get to swallow. It's That's um, the problem.
3: Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> it's, it's you know, so I mean, good. I grew
0: up. I w- I mean, one of my idols when I went to photo school was Cartier Bresson. Mm. I was, I, you know, I've I've seen every photograph that he's ever taken. I've written, you know, you know, thousands of words of essays on his work, and the decisive moment and all that, and. I finally got my hands on a Leica one time and got to, got to hold it and, you know, play with it. And I'm like, it's still just a camera, mm-hmm. you know? It's like y- you always have to remember that the genius is behind the, behind the lens, not no, I, just absolutely. the lens itself.
3: Absolutely. I just uh, taught at Imaging USA in Nashville, and I said on stage a thousand times, like, don't buy hype invest in yourself because no matter what it's the same hands using that $3,000 camera or if it's a $200 camera you have to understand yep. the properties of what that camera does and then utilize it the right way. If it's a noisy camera, use that aesthetic for the images. It's not meant to take a commercial clean image. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's there's all these sorts of things. Um, Yeah. Leica gets by by selling to the yacht guy, to the lawyer and dentist and all that stuff because well, they well, think yeah. it makes them special. You know what I mean? But yeah. My it, friend
0: Joey, who is the, the head of the MIT Media Lab, like he sent me a picture one time. He had just bought an entire... Well, remember the R series? Yeah. Yeah, he bought the entire R series and he had it in like a glass case in his house. I'm like, w- why would you keep your camera in a glass <laughs> case? Why don't you have it in your bag and you're beating it up and taking it out and shooting? You know, it's just like, oh, it's it's because it's like, oh, I bought a Lambo, but I can't drive it to the store. You know,
3: yeah. I mean, it's it, they really are photographers cameras. But if you can't afford a Leica, and I mean this with the all my heart, the poor man's Leica will forever be the Fuji. Fuji film cameras are. Mm-hmm. Are like the affordable methodology and philosophy that Leica is trying to do. Maybe not the handmade lenses, not maybe not the crazy machinery, but something that's about twelve to fifteen thousand dollars in Leica can be in your hand for about a grand in Fuji.
0: I I wholeheartedly agree, man. That X one that I had. Felt so good in my hands. It was not the fastest to boot. It was no. not the fastest <laughs> no. to focus. <laughs> no, uh, I shot. I, I I went. The first thing I did with my my X one was shoot a punk rock show with it. I shot Agent Orange and the Bull Weevils in Chicago. Jesus. And I tell you what, I, I normally if I went with if I went with my Nikon, I would have a thousand photos, and out of those, probably you know a hundred would be like print quality photos. I came out of that show with the Fuji. I shot maybe a hundred photos and I had the same amount of like print quality photos, I think, because I had to take my time. I had to focus properly and I had to wait for my, as we mentioned before, the decisive moment because you only get one shot with these things sometimes.
3: Yeah, I think uh, people just get hyped up on like the speed and the the um, uh, the workhorse of those cameras like i use nikon mm-hmm. for commercial work and it's because it's yep. a, i can beat the hell out of it and it gives me the quality i want and everything but when i use the leica it's i really feel like it's um i'm not working I don't know how to put it. Like it's you have tangible you mean, dials. You mean the Fuji? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Fujis really feel. You know, they have they have the dials. They don't have the screens. They have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's laid out so that you can really just use it like with your hands. I, that's a better way to put it, I guess, because it's not so menu right. Like the yeah. controls are right there, and then you're really feeling the lens. And this X100V that just came out is like the Swiss Army knife little camera that. I just don't feel like I need anything else with me. When I bring a Nikon with me, I'm like, let me bring 40 other lenses, a <laughs> thousand yeah, strobes. Exactly. You know, I got a I'm backpack like, with yeah. it, with
0: my Nikon. I need a backpack. With my Fuji, I needed like my pockets.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I and just needed a big hoodie. That's all. Dude, the X100V doesn't even come with a battery charger. It, you just plug it in the camera into the wall, and it'll charge the battery. So you don't have to even wow. worry about that part. So it, I mean, not, it's not the first camera to do that, but it's just kind of, um, oh, man. So. The things that are special about this camera, if you guys are interested in the Fujifilm X100V, you can check out my video on Adorama TV. I shot with it right uh, there on the channel, but. It has a built-in ND filter that knocks out four stops of light. So if you have too bright of a day and you're trying to control the ambient light and still use a strobe, you totally can. If you're a landscape photographer and want to have that light knocked out, you just hit a button. Instead of screwing on a filter, you have an ND filter right there. If you want to have a shallow depth of field, you know, F2, but you have too much light coming in the camera still... Press a button. You got four stops knocked out, but you can still keep a shallow depth of field. That's what's well, interesting
0: with, with you saying that, which is it, it that's counterintuitive to what everybody wants to have yeah. nowadays, yeah, which is low light. They yeah. want to be able
3: to shoot in the fucking dark. I um, know it, 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 <laughs> that's so funny because the first thing someone would ask you about any camera is, Well, how is it a low light, bro? It's yeah, exactly, like, yeah. It's almost like when they when you bought a computer in the 90s, they're like, Can it, can it play Crisis?" I don't know, bro. <laughs> like, a oh, mine crash. was Quake, it was oh, quake, quake for me. The, the the low light capability, I feel like, has gotten so good on these cameras. I mean, we're shooting at ISOs like 6400 like it's normal now. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so people need have this idea of noise and um, gr- grain, which isn't the same thing as noise. I'm not going to get into that, though. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's please not go down <laughs> that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, no. But most people are just throwing it on Instagram anyway, and you're not going to yep. see that. Crazy. It's not a billboard no it's not and when you look at like uh the new cameras out there shooting at I'd say 1,600, 3,200 ISO, they're still clean. It's almost like we're shooting 400 ISO with the quality that's going on there, but you're able to shoot in these lower light. Also, you have stabilization, right? You have cameras that can actually handle being shaken and still have a sharp image. It can't stop moving people from moving in front of your lens and they'll still be blurry. But the shake from you holding the camera, well, that happened because you're using slower shutters and lower light. That's not an issue so much anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think a lot of what we we're talking about, you know, just before with the, you know, the decisive moment and things like that comes from the days from shooting film. You had 36 shots or 24 shots and <laughs> yeah. you had to you had to know when you press that button. That's what you're going to get. Oh, for nowadays, that. it's spray and pray, you, you know,
3: forget that every shot costs you money.
0: Yes, every every time you press that money or press that money. Yeah, press that money. G. Every time you press that button it costs you money and you know, I'm just like, okay, well that's uh, about a dollar 60 for the last four shots I did and then I got to go to you know, and especially when you know when it really came into play when you're shooting uh, uh chrome's. Yep. Yeah. Cuz I I remember my favorite my favorite processing place in Chicago was August Color Chrome. And I would go there and, and get my stuff dropped off and I'd bring it back out. And my dad's like, okay, there's your allowance for the week, you know, because I was a kid and I was just shooting. He's like, I, I just, I just did uh, six rolls of film for you, you know, Fujichrome or Ektachrome or Kodachrome. And that was it. I, yeah. I couldn't afford anything else. No more new skateboards for you. That yeah. was literally it. And like I had, I had to weigh the balance between, do I need a new deck? Or do I need to get my film
2: processed?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, you would literally look at the roll of film, be like, "Which one was the one that I really needed? Because that's the one I can afford right now." And if you shot something and you were like testing out, maybe I should shoot a little under, a little over. That's four shots per every subject, then, and then you really only got about eight frames. You know, like, dude, you had to get a you had to get a second job if you wanted to bracket. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, (laughs) and and it's it's crazy because so this is where we are now, right? So years ago, a new camera would come out maybe every three, four years. Now we have new cameras every year because the technology is moving so fast. But there was no technology back in the day. It was like, can it shoot faster frames because a motor drive was moving the film faster? It wasn't or was the meter like more accurate? But there was no such thing as like it needs eye autofocus or something stupid or can it do video? Can it do video? Right? Yeah, and can it? Oh, well, can it do 4K? Can it do 4K? Now we're talking about 8K, and that's where Canon's coming out right now. So now people well, were- Maybe not now with the coronavirus, yeah. because it's going to be delayed for a while. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going with this, is um, we were spending money on the film- between the years of buying the new camera. Now we're just buying the new cameras, but the new cameras coming out are all delayed. The Canon R5 was an announcement. They had it on display at WPPI when I was in Vegas. No one could touch it though, right? Because it probably didn't have anything inside the body. It was probably like a dummy body, you know? <laughs> yeah, just a, just, a, just, a, just a 3D printed
0: box that they got from the CAD department.
3: Basically, uh, but they wanted to get hype up and I don't blame them because they're super excited for finally taking the gloves off and going at this industry pretty hard. The problem is they did it the exact time they're closing down five factories for the coronavirus, And that means that they're only at 25% production for their entire production line of product, period. You know, here's the thing, though. That's
0: fine because then people aren't going to go out and take photos. <laughs> Everybody's staying home anyway. They're not going to. It's well, like,
3: I, th- I think what's going to happen is people are going to invest in the systems they have for a while. They're, they were going to yeah. save up for the next one, but like, ah, maybe I'll get the lens for this, or maybe I'll get the tripod I needed, or whatever. Or maybe they'll just hold off for a second because we were moving so freaking fast.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I definitely think we moved too fast.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sony put out two of the same camera in one year last year. The <laughs> rx 107 and the rx 108. They They erased the 7 right away. It makes no sense. That makes no sense. It's just the way things are going. But with the coronavirus shutting down, they're not shutting down the factories. I guess that, that's kind of a bad way to put it. They're putting them on pause, um, keeping the workers out of the factories. And without these cameras coming in, that means that there's no like spikes in the sales. And that means that the R&D for the next series will slow down as well.
0: Oh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Because, yeah, the scientists got to stay at home, too.
3: Yeah. And they don't get paid. I mean... If they're not making the money to for funnel into the R and D, because when you buy that cannon, at least ten to twelve percent of that money is the R and D that went into that. You know, so yep. uh, when people are buying third party lighting, you know, like Godox, or whatever, they're not really paying too much for the R and D because what they did was clone somebody else's company that did the R and D that charges twice as much for the same kind of light. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I can go on that forever. But yeah, yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I got my Lumix system right now. I, I'm loving this thing, and it does have facial recognition. So when I when I get to set, get set up to do a live stream or just any kind of video, I just tap the button once, I smile at it, and then it just tracks my face the whole time. So I don't even have to worry about focusing.
3: It's yeah, uh, people, are, that's like a cult. <laughs> that whole system, it's it's kind of interesting. And the uh, what's really interesting about Panasonic is they partnered with Leica. So if you wanted a cheaper Leica, a lot of things that are in Panasonic cameras are the same components that are in the Leica. So a long
0: time ago, I bought a Lumix point and shoot and I got the DMC ZS40, uh, which was like, I, I think it was a Japanese version or whatever. But this has a 30X optical zoom with a Leica lens on it. Yeah. And these, I, I swear to God, these Lumix point and shoots with these zoom lenses on it are
3: unfucking believable And, and if, then you're going to ask me, is a Leica worth it? But you have a Leica branded lens that you say is unbelievable.
0: Well, it, 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 the thing is, you know how much this costs. This costs three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it I did know. not cost thirty five hundred dollars or thirty five thousand dollars. This is a three hundred and fifty dollar camera.
3: Look, look, clearly the people that buy Likers are better than you. Okay, just, you oh,
0: just obvi- have to- well, <laughs>
2: Dude,
0: you know, you have you have no idea how many people are better than me. Basically, all of them. <laughs> so it's okay. I'm I'm I don't take that to heart. But um, no, I was just saying that uh, the, these little uh, Lumixes are. I, I see why there's a cult around them because. They really do put in the work on on getting these things to be great.
3: Yeah, they also were like one of the first ones to kind of really focus down on video inside of still cameras, and I think that's why they excelled for travel people.
0: Oh, you know what they also did though is they also paid the tariff and got rid of the 2959
3: yeah. rule. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely ahead of the curve on that aspect. And they also didn't put out a camera every 5 seconds. They let people just live with this system, you know. Yep. I've had this camera, this this little Panasonic Lumix
0: point and shoot for about five years now, and it is still perfectly usable. This is my my go-to travel camera. I shot Riot Fest with this thing, and I shot nine-inch nails from probably a football field away with the zoom and got amazing photos of just Trent Reznor on stage, and it, it was it was stable, it looked great. And I can't complain about this because they last, you know, I don't have to go buy one next year no. because it just works.
3: Yeah. And they're using a the small sensor so they can actually handle the um, file handling inside, like the processing inside the camera doesn't have to overwork itself. So you save the money. You know what I mean? Like that's it's kind of one of those things you should put the Nine Inch Nails photos on your on the GOG Instagram when you put this episode out.
0: Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. They're on my Instagram for sure because that that Riot Fest was fun. That and it, it's funny we talked about last time you we were on the uh, the Rico camera. I put yeah. my picture of uh, oh, it wasn't House of Pain. It was like that hybrid band that they did and i I took some pictures of that and i put those up there too so i'll 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 slap those in the uh the gog instagram or i'll have brian do it because that's his job so i i wanted to ask you about that like this is coming full circle for a reason here so now that you have this new fuji Mm. and you have a pandemic in new (laughs) york city yeah i personally my bread and butter is street photography when i did it i love street photography I like street photography and photojournalism is really where like my niche was niche niche. Um, I know yours is studio work. Yeah. But do you plan on doing like more street photography with this craziness going on just to get like documented in any way? I mean, I I just want to stay the hell home.
3: (laughs) I honestly, I kind of want to just duck the whole thing. But I have so I have uh, about 500 makeup shots to edit through to like start posting. So I kind of have a lot of work ahead of me. But as far as a photojournalist thing goes like I never had that in me. I always I mean I I did feel like the BMX and skateboard stuff cuz I was documenting a culture but I never like chased events. However, here in New York what's really kind of crazy is the trains are getting desolate, the streets are getting a little more desolate. However, the supermarkets are slammed, the yep. pharmacies are slammed and it's like to me I guess I've just always been around New York being fucking crazy. Like it doesn't feel special that's to me. True. So I, I don't New York is
0: just New York no matter what.
3: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people jam together in one space. That to me that's my whole life here. I mean, I, I was born here. So I I always try to realize um where I live, but I and it, it's just so normal to me all this stuff. And then I see all these people taking pictures of something I'm like, I see this every day. I guess I never really thought to share it with people. Uh, The Fuji for me, honestly, I keep it on black and white acros all the time, Mm -hmm. and I use it for everything else while I'm doing something else. I shoot the BTS, I shoot my sets. I shot Joe McNally while we were filming with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's really one of those cameras. It is a great street crammer, though. It has you know face detection. You can basically not even put it to your face. Um,
0: What was it? The uh, was the old Ricoh GR three, I think. Was that, like the that greatest, just came, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the the old Ricohs were the the big street camera for a while. So I wonder if this will like maybe dethrone them for that.
3: Well, it is the fifth version of this camera. I just think that it's a, a price point that some people really don't want to jump into. Like when it hits over a grand, I feel like people really commit to it. You know? Yeah, so but yeah. What's the
0: pro- what is the price point on this thing?
3: So the X100V is $1,400. That's a fixed lens. It's a complete system. So you're basically just like done once you buy the camera. You can add telephoto converters to it, like make it like a longer lens if you wanted, um, right. which I had a lot of fun doing in the video if you if you watch it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you have to decide whether you just want to have a great camera that feels like a photographer's camera and not something that will do you know, be a computer with a lens that'll somehow make you cool on Instagram, you know? So I I guess it's more of like a a creatives camera.
0: I've been thinking a lot about the street photography angle because I don't live in a big city right now. Well, I live in a massive city, but I don't live in a street city. Like when I lived in Chicago, I would go out to protests and that was like my bread and butter doing photojournalism and stuff when I, Mm. when I first was getting my chops, but, uh, friend of the show sean bonner lives in tokyo right now and he's got a like a monochrome and he's out shooting every day and he's got some great great tokyo scenes so i think if anybody is into street photography and they want to check out what it, what's going on in tokyo and see some see some great work you should definitely check out uh, sean bonner's work i'll link that in the show notes as well
3: that's cool yeah tokyo must be absolutely crazy right now they still they're, they still like questioning the olympics right no, actually, uh, right before
0: we went to air, the the Tokyo government or the Japanese government, not the Tokyo government, the Japanese government came on uh, and said that no, we're still on track. We're going to do it.
3: Hmm. Uh, that's one way to spread a virus: is to get the whole world into <laughs> one place and then <laughs> depart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, let's do I,
3: physical activities where we breathe on each other a lot and then, <laughs> and then uh, exactly, go back to our. Like wrestling, like
0: I, I mentioned earlier in the show, uh front of the show, Jason Bryant, as actually he's a wrestler or a wrestling commentator. And I'm like, okay, let's have a bunch of sweaty guys rolling around with each other on a mat. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's... Uh, <laughs> don't you I miss don't the... There's enough not enough Purell for that.
3: You missed the good old days of just being ringworm. Now it's, <laughs> it's a
0: virus. <laughs> I just keep thinking of Eddie Murphy's Raw. It's like, you get herpes. That shit's like luggage. <laughs>
3: oh, God. Oh. <laughs>
0: All right man well thanks for coming on and stay safe in the in the big city so uh I think I everybody see- out
3: there should stay safe you know
0: Yep. Hope to see more of you on the live streams because everybody's going to be online for quite some time.
3: Yeah. Twitch is about to get heavy. Uh, so if you guys want, you can follow me at twitch.tv slash Witness, or you can find me on YouTube, Last X Witness. Everything just Last X Witness, okay? Yep. All that's just going to be
0: in the show notes. We're, we're, we'll have all that stuff. And I'm actually going to start a Twitch channel if things get really crazy because – I, I can't like actually meet any of my clients in person anymore, so I'm just like, okay, well, here's how you podcast <laughs> just just go watch this.
3: Twitch has um, been b- great. Twitch has been really great, and I'll uh, if you, you know I'll totally uh, siphon some people to you.
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah, I've got that. Like I said, I got this new Lumix that I bought from Adorama.com, which oh. will also be linked in the show notes. <laughs> and uh, all the gear that I have here, I'm, I'm more than happy to to send those links out. But yeah, it, everything's going to be virtual for a while for people like us, for sure.
3: Yeah. And if anybody has a Leica sitting around they're not using, feel free to just send it over because I'll... <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason dot
0: J- jpd.me. <laughs> Fuck this guy. He's got a he's got a real job. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>
3: All right. On that note, go fuck yourself. I'm out.
0: <laughs> Closing shout outs.
3: All right, everybody.
1: Hang in there. Stay safe. Uh, we slid into this super quick. Two days, basically, basically, and everything changed. But remember, we will make it through this. We will come out the other side, and it will happen just as quick. In two days, at some point, life will be normal again.
0: <laughs>
1: sure it will <laughs> Or reasonably <laughs> until next time i'm brian schulmeister and i'm jason de thanks for listening to grumpy
0: old geeks to support the show and keep us on the air go to gog.show slash donate toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it show notes for this episode are at gog.show slash 422 shout out to kansas
1: 422 area code
0: from there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show, and get links to stuff we like. I was going to say stay grumpy, but uh, no, it doesn't feel like it today. Stay happy, stay safe, and stay empathetic to your fellow man, because we're all alone in this together.
1: It's our new tagline for the I next know.
3: two months. <laughs> yep.